Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Bulky Blue Podcast. Now, today, I just want to go over the um, Southampton game. Um, But before I do that, I just want to point out that West Ham are beating Spurs 1-0 as we speak. And they're currently checking a West Ham goal on VAR to see if it counts or not. So hopefully it does. Because that'll be funny. As anything. Um, I'll keep you posted. But until then, let's get in to the Southampton review. Now, the lineup was a bit touch and go. Um, I'll be honest, there were players that played that I weren't expecting. The goal's been given, so it's now 2-0, West Ham. <clears throat> so, Spurs, me and Spurs are not doing us a favour, but... Oh, well, fuck them, they're Tottenham. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so we went with Mendy and goal, which was expecting, given Tuchel said that he's our number one. We went with Aspie, Rudiger and Zuma, which I was very surprised with given he's not really played under Tuchel. We went with a midfield four of Alonso, left wing back, James right wing back, Kante and Kovacic. So we broke up that Georgie, uh, Corgie, whatever you call it, um, pivot. And we then had Mount and Timo as the two behind Tammy, which I weren't expecting Tammy to um, to start. I thought I knew he was training, but I thought his ankle wouldn't have been ready. But initially, I don't think he should have played. He had an absolute shocker, and he weren't the only one um, yesterday. He couldn't trap a ball. He, his touch was off. He, his runs were off. He looked like a passenger. And yeah, I th- I think he, there were a couple of players yesterday that were responsible for a few things not going right. Um, Going into the subs, which I'll get to um, the reasons why they were brought off. Um, so Tammy was brought off at half-time for Hudson-Odoi. And then in the 76th minute, Kovacic came off for Jorginho. But then Tuchel subbed off Hudson-Odoi after only half an hour of Hudson-Odoi being on the pitch. And brought on Ziyech. Now, again, I'll get into why in a bit. Um, gonna go through the game from what I can remember, and I think the first, like the real thing of note, we dominated the possession. As well, we had seventy-one percent. So, I, mean, I think it's pretty 
it's pretty safe to say we dominated possession. We had nine shots, three on target. So, our shots on target, or our shot count isn't reflective of how we've um, dominated the ball. Possession doesn't mean chances, and people, a lot of people do need to realise that. However, what I will say is that we limited them to very few chances. However, the, their first shot on target, well, their first shot in general was on target and it was the goal. And it was piss poor defending. Like, it, it really was shite because it was one ball straight through the middle. You had Aspie and Zuma, like, miles apart. Like, you, you could have built the fucking Titanic between them. They were that far apart. And it it was such a simple ball. Like, straight through the middle. middle and then I think it was Minamino, the Liverpool loney, who scored it. Um, But, yeah, it, it was pathetic defending. And we we went behind and, like, we went one nil down. Now, I've seen a... Big reaction on Twitter because of this. And my whole reaction to it is like, firstly, calm the fuck down. It's the first time we've been behind in a match under Tuchel. It's the first time an opposition player has scored against us under Tuchel. And people are saying they want him gone. Like... Not to not to mention the fact that un, again I have to point this out because I did love Lampard as our manager, but under him, under Sari, even under Conte at times it was very prime for us to then collapse into our shell, close off, and basic basically not like. Well, we we'd have conceded or lost that, like conceded again or lost that game yesterday. Now I know Lampard's had a couple of big comebacks, like the three all against West Brom, or the um, the four four against um, Ajax last season. But the point is, we didn't crumble yesterday. It was like, all right, this sucks. We'll push on. And you could see the players who were actively doing that. Because for me, there was... I can name four who were actively trying, whether whether successful or not, trying to push forward. And that was Aspie, James, Werner and Mount. Only four. When the time when Kante is Kante, he tries his hardest every game. So it's not anything different or like anything surprising there. Um, same as Mount actually, but with him you noticed it because he rescued us. Um, Kova, as brilliant as he's been, went into a shell like a turtle. 
Um, he's he made mistakes. He nearly, um, nearly gave them a way back in front because he gifted them a corner, and from that corner they hit the crossbar with a header. Mendy was just staring at it like, "Oh shit! Please don't go in." Like, it was. They they had the opportunity to go two one in front because Kova started messing up, and I think when when it got tough yesterday, he panicked, and that's the one thing we couldn't afford. And I think that's why the substitution of Jorginho was actually brilliant because say what you want about him, whether he's slow, rash, or whatever, what Jorginho gives you is that sense of calm. Like, he's so relaxed on the ball, and sometimes to his detriment. But yesterday, it seemed to work to a treat, because he was like, you know what, calm down. We're going to play it my way, our way. And it worked, like, because once he came on, I don't really remember them having another shot. Or even much of the ball, to be fair. Um... Mind you, they didn't have much of the ball anyway. But, but my point still stands. Like he, he came on and he controlled the game from when he came on. But the fact that I can actually pinpoint who was actually given a toss yesterday when, time, when it got tough is annoying. Because it should be everyone. You should be able to sit there and go, right, him, 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 him. All the way down the fucking team sheet, we're giving a shit. But there was a clip come out yesterday of Tammy and hudson Adoy looking at each other, shaking their head, like, hold on. Like, you were brought off because you were both being shit. Like, not giving everything and playing poorly, like, Tuchel didn't bring you off for no reason, and so, it's like, when, when Tuchel got asked in the press conference, why did you, or in the interview, why did you take hudson Adoy off, has, when he was only on for half hour, he turned around and said that, because he weren't giving, um, like, basically, he said his attitude stings, and it was the same issue we had under Lampard, like, he, but he, but Tuchel was very smart in what he did when he said that it was only for this game. Come tomorrow, it's forgotten, it's done, and he's still in the uh, contention to start for Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't know when. It's I can't remember what day we're playing Atletico, but basically he's in contention to start that game. Like he he he's he's doing very. It's a very good thing that he's doing individual games. Because what happened, happened. It's done. Forget it. Like, um, it, it is. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a very good, good way of being like man manage, man managing because. You were shit today. I'm going to punish you today. And it's done. No grudges. No nothing. And if Hudson-Odoi starts on Tuesday and it gives him a kick up the arse, 
and he then pulls off beast mode hard to Nadoi, which we know we can he can do. People are gonna sit there and go, Oh, it's tactical genius from Tuchel which I don't think he'd be tactical genius, but he's also not gonna accept subpar performances. Now what I will say is that Hudson Odoi, when he was on, was not the worst player on the pitch. I think with Hudson Odoi it was more of a proven a point. Um Alonso had a fucking shocker yesterday, which weren't surprising. Um we're used to seeing him. He has a couple of good games, and I said it. I said it against Newcastle. He has a couple of good games, and then he'll go back to being shite. And lo and behold, that happened. It happened, and I weren't the only one that said it. It, it It's inevitable with Alonso. Um, I think... Against Atletico, I think we're going to have predominantly more of the ball anyway. I wouldn't mind seeing four at the back. But I think for that, we'd need silver. So I think we'd go silver. If we were to go four at the back against Atletico, I think it would be Reese James. Silva, Rudiger, and Chilwell with Kante and Kova in front, and then Hudson Odoi, Mount, Werner, or no, uh, Christian behind Werner. I think um, that's if we were to play four at the back. Like, I don't see us changing it though. I don't think we need to, because as I said, like today was the first time, or yesterday in my case, um, was the first time we'd gone behind against um, any opposition under Tuchel, and yeah, I think the overreaction is a bit ridiculous, if you're asking me. Um, It's it's uh it's it's a difficult one. It's a it's a very difficult one. But yeah, with with the Hudson Adoy thing, I do think it's uh it's uh it's just it is, I think it is definitely trying to prove a point. Definitely trying to prove a point. But moving into our equaliser, because that actually brings me onto it with Mount being one of the few that tried. He won the penalty. And and I was I was half expecting um Werner to take it. Given that he was on the pitch and Jorginho wasn't. Um and then I was thinking, if he takes it, scores it, it then becomes two and two for him. He can then push on, get three and three, four and four, etc. But to my surprise, and it didn't didn't cost us in any way, shape or form. Mount was the one to take it and went sent the goalkeeper the wrong way. 
goalkeeper dive to his uh to the goalkeeper's right. So as you're looking at it, goalkeeper dive left, Mason went right and put it in the opposite corner. It was it was a good penalty. Like any penalty that goes in is a good penalty, if you ask me. Um but yeah, I mean what 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 can we say? Like I've said so much about the qualities of Mason Mount and there's only so much I can keep saying. Like he he's just brilliant. He puts his two one, by the way. West uh Spurs have just got one back. Um I mean Yeah, I mean it's it's a tricky one. It's definitely a tricky one because, as I said, I can't think of anything more to say about Mason Mount. What what do I start calling him? Super Mace, Super Mount. Like, put a fucking S on his chest and a blue blue costume. Well, he wears a blue costume anyway. Rather than a three, put an S on his chest. Like, what what more can I say? He is. A phenomenal talent. He's going to be the driving force of this club for years to come, and it's it's as simple as that. Mount and Chelsea are going to go together like fucking like two peas in a fucking pod. Like they they're going to work, and it's it's going to work. And I think every manager that comes in, is going to love Mace. Every manager he's worked under has loved him, whether it was at Vitesse, the youth team, Derby under Frank, Chelsea under Frank, Tuchel, Southgate, they all love Mason Mount. And it's not just because he's a teacher's pet. It's because of his attitude, his work ethic, his determination, his ability... Some of the techers he was pulling off yesterday, man. Well, oh my god, they were brilliant. Like, he is a great player, and I think again he's unrightfully criticised. I was watching, um, I was watching the match, and I was watching a watch along um, on YouTube. And people were just spamming the comments. Going Mount out. Tuchel out. And all this shit. It's like, really? Right. He has been our best player this season. As I said... I said... um, On Friday... When I did the preview... That I think... Werner's pushed him close... Given his goal involvement. But... Mount is, he, he, he's in a league on his own, and, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's, I, well, I've already said it, there's only so much I can say about him, like, but that leaves, that leaves one, one player to really talk about, or well, two, actually, because 
Ziyech, when he came on, right, we've all been crying out for Ziyech. And... Sorry, one second. Yeah, so we were, we were all crying out for Ziyech and the fact that, oh, he's this, that and the other. And I think he is. And I think he's just going through a tough time at the moment, like every player does. Pulisic's having a tough time. Werner's had his. Kai had his. I think everyone's going to go through it at times. Every Every player dips in and out of form. Ziyech has been on it for every for years now, a couple of years. And with the circumstances of a new league, and it is very underrated. It's very underrated to say about new league, new country, the pandemic in particular. Well, I know people say, "Oh, it's just an excuse," but. These guys want to make it feel like home. Like the new signings, the new foreign signings, should I say. They want to make it feel like home. Now, a lot of them haven't been able to. Silver has. Because as far as I'm aware, he brought his family with him. Because it's his wife and his kids. He's, it's his bubble. Um... But Havertz, he's come to England on his own. Werner's come to England on his own. Ziyech has come to England on his own. Mendy has come to England on his own. Like, there's there's a reason why they feel like because it's not home for them at the moment. All it is is a business trip. And I think it's very understated the mental damage that that can do. Being away from family, being, well, in a new place on your own, basically. I don't think anyone would like it. You might relish the thoughts at first, but then you'll soon you soon become homesick. There's a reason that term exists because you come homesick and like you miss home. And for a lot of players, their home is their family. It doesn't matter where they where they live, like their location. Their home is people, and and without that, it's yeah it's a it's a tough one because without that they they don't play to their full potential like they don't and especially when there's a new manager he has different systems different ideas and players he wants to use and whatnot and yeah I mean I have no doubt in my head whatsoever that players like Ziyech Havertz and Guys like that will become the elite players that we signed them to be. But at the end of the day, it takes time. 
like, I was saying it on Twitter the other day. If social media was a thing back in, like, 2004, when we, when we signed um, Drogba, for example, people wouldn't have given him the time of day. No, drop him, get rid of him, blah, 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 blah. Drogba out, which would have been the thing. Oh, Jose plays boring football. We're, we're, we've got 95 points in the league, but he plays boring football. Get rid of him. I was like, no, fuck off. We're getting results. And it's the same thing under Tuchel. Like, we're getting results. All right, yesterday we drew. But when you think of in the past when we'd have lost that game, think of the positive as it's a point gained. Because we were losing. Like... People, it's difficult because people have their own have their own opinions and and as long as it's, as long as they're given in a respectable and like genuine manner, then you gotta respect everyone's opinion and I do. But doesn't I just don't agree with it? I think. What what we've seen under Tuchel is an ability to grind out results. Like against, for example, Sheffield. We we grinded out that result. Um, 2-1. Yesterday, we, we clawed back to get the 1-1. And, I mean, like Newcastle have been tough to beat for some teams this season. Some teams. Wolves have what? Who, who have they beaten? Is they beaten well, Arsenal? But my point. Well, Sheffield United. They push City. They beat United. Man United. This Southampton team beat Liverpool a couple of weeks ago. Like, like the Premier League is so crazy, and the fact that we went on what we. In the last six league games, two draws, four wins. We've had 14 points out of 18. Whereas, like, again yesterday, Liverpool lost. Spurs are currently losing. I mean, if they if they draw this or Spurs win, we stay in the top four. Like, like... <laughs> The the season's so topsy turvy. The only one you can really say for definite is finishing top is Man City. Like, but even then, what November, November this like early December, they were sat in the bottom half of the table, and people going, "Oh, do you think maybe Pep's out of his depth?" And now they're they're saying Pep's the best thing since sliced bread. Like, it's, the flip-flopping needs to stop. If things are catastrophically bad at your club for months, then, and and you're on the verge of relegation, yeah, fine. But don't throw abuse. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, and the fact that, like I said, I mentioned it briefly on the preview. 
about like Timo, the abuse he's got because he's not scoring as much yet. He's got more goal contributions than some of the biggest names in the Premier League. But the abuse he's getting online, you've got people calling him a Nazi. You've got people fucking abusing him, wishing, like, well, there's been threats. There's been fucking people, ba- well, just plain and simple abuse, like, because he isn't scoring. And if you ask me, like you can you can give a constructive criticism without abuse. You can say, all right, he was he was poor today, but and it's the same as managers, it's the same as other players. Like today, Hudson Odoi wasn't the best. Like he, he was poor. And you can then say, well then he needs to buck his ideas up, he needs to go again. Sort it. But you got people sitting there throwing out like racist comments and shit like that. It's like shit like that isn't needed. And it's the same with everything. Mount out. Fucking uh, He's only picked because he's English. And then on the other end of the spectrum you got people saying, Oh, if he was um if he had a Brazilian passport, he'd like people would rate him and chill out. It's like, or people who actually watch him and don't just look at stats would sit there and realize, you know what? Actually, he's class. Like you, you don't have to. Just because you're a fan of someone doesn't mean you can't criticize them, and just because you don't like someone doesn't mean you can't appreciate when they're good. Like, again, I. I've said it before, like with the whole West Brom incident, I didn't want Alonso playing, but I was man enough and quick enough to say he played well when he played well. When he played poor, I'm going to call him out on it. He played poor yesterday. Like, I don't know what's happened with Kante's passing. Zuma, I don't even want to begin on what the hell happened yesterday because he was our best defender for months and out of nowhere he can't defend like what the fuck was that yesterday as I said at the start of the pod like him and Aspie were so far a fucking part you could have built a Titanic it was it was pathetic it like wow Bell's just at the bar it, it, I mean, I can't wait for Silver to be back. I really hope he's back against um, against Atletico because as someone, I saw it on Twitter, I can't remember who tweeted it. Um, or it might have been on those comments, actually, on the watch-along I was watching. It was, if Silver was playing yesterday, that goal doesn't go in. That... Um, the Southampton goal doesn't happen because Silva's there cutting it off. And I, I I genuinely agree. But, I mean, at the end of the day, two points dropped, one point gained, however you want to look at it. We drew. we got to see what happens with West Ham and Spurs to see if we stay in the top four or not. Worst case scenario, we're fifth because we're still um, 
we're still ahead of Liverpool on points. Uh, I think we, we're four points ahead of them, maybe three now. Um, we were, we, yeah, we were two points ahead of them, I think. Oh, I can't remember. I, either way, I know we're over one game in front of them now. So we can, we can lose, they can win, we'll still be above them. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the table's looking tasty and I don't like it. Uh, I thought, I was hoping we'd have an easy run into top four, maybe push closer to second. Um, I don't know the other matches today. If I'm not mistaken, am I mistaken in thinking it's a Manchester derby this weekend? I might be. I might be wrong with that. Um, but either way, we'll have a look. We'll have to see. If it is a Manchester derby, obviously I hope Man City win. Um, but I've got to see what the other results are. But that is going to be all from me. I hope you did enjoy it. I mean, I know I've had a couple of moments in this one where... I've uh, thought about what I'm doing, but hopefully that won't be the case on the preview. So if you did enjoy it, please give me a share around. That means the absolute world to me. Follow me on Twitter, at CookCO4. That's C-O-O-K-E-C-0-4. And until next time, guys, blue is the colour, football is the game. And I will see you for the preview. Goodbye.